Hey guys, what's happening? So yeah, this is the last episode of 2018. It's episode 44 with Rachel Robertson. She is the owner and creator of Hackley. I had a really cool chat with Rachel at the Inactive Studio space. I think it's a nice little conversation to kind of um, finish out the year on. I hope you guys enjoy it and I'll catch up with you at the end. All right, take care for now. to the Create Me podcast. This is going to be episode 44 from the Anatomy Room Studio space and today um, my guest is Rachel Robertson. She is the owner and creator of Hackley Bags. How's yeah. it going Rachel? I'm good, I'm good, how are you? Good, good, thanks for coming on. No, thanks uh, for having really, me. Yeah, because yeah. I think just off mic was speaking about that kind of, um, you had a customer who was Emily Otto, who I interviewed earlier this year mm-hmm. yeah. she's one of yeah, Emily's yeah. really cool as well so I'm glad that she yeah. kind of recommended and yeah. you kind of came out of your comfort zone and came on for a chat that's awesome yeah. <laughs> very much out of the comfort zone <laughs> yeah well no no we'll yeah. see how we get on yeah, as well. yeah, yeah. yeah. Great. so you know how one thing I was just thinking about before like um, we got into this chat was like um, how did like your kind of creative journey kind of start and where did the idea for Hackley Bags um, come from it's been um, not the most conventional okay. route. Um, I have no formal artistic training. I have no art degree, no textiles training or anything. Um, I'm actually a lawyer <laughs> by him initially. Okay. Um, we can get back to that. Yeah. But um, basically, I had been making bags for myself for quite a while. Just if I, I wanted one, it wasn't quite right. I couldn't. Most of the time, I was too skint to buy what I wanted okay. as well. Yeah. Um, would do that. I'd always potted about sort of as a kid making stuff being quite arty but I never took it anywhere mm-hmm. um I was you know at school thought that's not that's not the way to a career that's no. not something you should do so it was just a hobby um and then about a year ago um I was at a family party I think it was and um I had a couple I'd made with me and someone just said I was I was out of work at the moment okay. at the time as well and someone just said well, why not like why don't you just do it and I thought oh yeah why not? Yeah. Um, and then I started, actually came here. The hand design market put on a few talks. Um, Hillary Grant of Hillary Grant Knitwear yeah. was down for one. Yeah. And then um, Business Gateway came mm. and did one. Um, and I think I paid more attention to those two talks than I had done at any lecture at university. Oh, okay. um, and I just got really inspired and really like, yeah, I could try this. That would be great. Um, and then it just went from there and um, mm. so started trading officially April last year that was my first fear when I first okay. started to sell yeah um, yeah and it's just been going from then okay and where was yeah. your first fur air was it in Aberdeen it was it was Aberdeen Ministry of Craft oh okay mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah so when oh. they were in the previous location up at the oh, church off of Crown Street wasn't yeah. it yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so that was the the first one okay um, which was good terrifying yeah. again sort of putting your stuff out there and hoping someone will give you money for something you've done yeah uh, but it went fine yeah. Um, but yeah definitely progressed quite a lot since then I yeah think. so basically yeah. You, you've been going for like a year year and a bit now then, yeah. Uh, yeah I'd yeah. say yeah about a year it's sort yeah. of since the, the idea okay. was born yeah. and are you 
Do you have like a little workspace in your home now? Is it the spare bedroom? Yeah, the spare bedroom's been completely commandeered. (laughs) Yeah, it's my workshop. Yeah. 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 So that's cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And where do you kind of like um, source your materials from at the moment? Well, I started on a bit of a different tangent. Um, Because when I started, I had no money. I wasn't working. So I would do a lot of charity shop shopping um and tried to use a lot of reclaimed materials um i still do when i can but just volume wise and turnover i've had to sort of go elsewhere so i have a lot of sort of um online suppliers um but then i quite like to try and find um scottish suppliers and as things get moving i would definitely like to try and source everything here um so for example a few months ago my husband and i were in butte and i came across the atelier their shop there um and they had all these amazing fabrics you know milled on butte which was amazing so i got a bundle of those um i quite want to stay away from the harris tweed kind of thing a bit it's um a bit not my kind of thing as we say a lot of it there are some really cool fabrics and things but it's just not and i think when people hear things like harris tweed they think of a certain kind of product oh yeah yeah yeah, and that's not what you're doing what i want to yeah Yeah. to sort of do yeah that makes sense and like you know for you now obviously you've been you've had this like hackery bags like over a year Mm -hmm. what's the kind of ethos behind your business um the idea is basically that um I mean, all the bags, pretty much everything I have is a bag I've made yeah. and it's that they're for using. They're mm-hmm. to last. They're not the cheapest things, but they're yeah. built to last. Mm-hmm. They're built to be practical and attractive yeah. Um, and, yeah, just work work for you every day um, and be a hard working bag that you use forever. Like, it's against fast fashion, yeah. against, you know, um, just buying something on a whim every week or a new thing here or there. So yeah. it's definitely to be an investment piece okay. that you will use to minimise waste yeah. and yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. Okay, yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. And when you first started your business, I think a lot of people I speak to uh, independent business owners, it's like that kind of juggling, that kind of fear and with like, you know, um, also equally with how friends and family have been supportive. Mm-hmm. And I guess friends and family are always going to be yeah go for it awesome and stuff but how did you kind of manage those kind of bits of like those early stages of like fear and doubt um i say they're still very much there (laughs) but i think that that's natural i think if you ever get to the stage where you've lost any fear or doubt you're not pushing yourself anymore and things so um i think i got to stage i had nothing to lose um well I guess face a little bit but yeah. I just I thought I've been toying with doing something creative for a really long time mm. and it came at a point in my life where I need oh you know like I, say, I wasn't working I needed something else to fulfill me in different ways yeah. and um I think that really helped mm. so it was quite a healing process for okay, me okay so it's kind of like well. a bit of a therapeutic process you're mm-hmm. doing this and I guess yeah. like yeah. I know, like, cause, you know, having a first sell or something, how did that feel like? The first sell, and it wasn't actually, it wasn't a family member or a friend. Yeah. What did that feel like? It was, it was crazy. Oh, and yeah. still, when someone I don't know, like, like the website just went up on Friday, for example, and yeah. if I get an email that a stranger has mm-hmm. bought something, I'm like, really? Yeah. Like, really? <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's. It, yeah, it's a really amazing feeling. I think yeah. nothing can really replace that kind of feeling, I think, because obviously I have, like, I do a podcast, but also, like, um, Obviously, like, for example, when you got in touch with me, it's mm-hmm. nice, you know, so people do oh, get in touch yeah, with me, it's okay. nice, like, uh-huh. oh, okay, you still get that kind of validation, mm-hmm. you know, because everyone goes through doubts, and, like, someone's perception of, oh, that's really successful what you're doing, but you still go through the personally, if you're doing just, like, a very, like, 
solo individual creative outlet. It's just kind of like, it's really cool that somebody gets in touch with you and goes, oh, yeah, I like what you're doing, or I like to speak up the Dean thing and stuff, you know, Mm -hmm. so it's really cool. So that, I can't really describe that feeling. Mm -hmm. I've been trying to, but there's nothing I can actually say except for it feels really cool. Yeah, oh, that's that's really cool, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you said that you you kind of dropped a massive little thing there that said you studied law. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so, um, well, actually, I studied English first, yeah. so, um, and that, it was, when I went to uni initially, it was still on the cusp of just having a decent degree, it was yeah. probably enough to get you a graduate job in something, yeah, yeah. and sort of halfway through my degree, you know, the economy completely crashed, and it was just all, so, fell out with an arts degree, which was worth nothing, yeah. didn't know what I wanted to do, um, tempt and did bits and pieces yeah. for about a year, and then went, oh, do you know what? I'll go do law, that'll be breezy and Aye. chilled and yeah. Um so did that, um practiced for a few years as well. Aye. Yeah. Well, what, what type of law did you practice? Um in? I did private clients, so it was okay. like executories, wills, conveyancing, yeah. um, that sort of stuff. So was this in Aberdeen you was doing this? Um stuff? it was actually a firm in Peterhead. Okay. When I was working in, yeah. Aye. We were living in Aberdeen and I was commuting up to Peterhead okay. every day, which was fun. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, and uh to be completely honest, I pretty much had a breakdown. Okay. Um, right. Was it just the workload stuff or this? I think it was a bit of everything. Yeah. Um, Life. And, yeah, yeah, I think my mental health is something I have had issues with for a very long time, but it's taken me quite a long time to understand that and yeah. realise that. Yeah. And yeah, the work was incredibly stressful. Yeah. Um, it was a really small firm, but as a result, I don't know, it was just you were expected to do, you know, 10 hours worth of stuff in two hours yeah. every day relentlessly right. um and i know that lots of people work under that pressure and that's that's fine it works for yeah. some people absolutely fine it didn't for right. me yeah. no and um i got to, i was off work and then it, i got to the point i, I realized i couldn't get better or move yeah. on without making a really big change mm-hmm. and for me that was that was ending my my law career right. yeah yeah which was the best thing I ever did. Yeah, that's that's yeah. really cool. Yeah. To kind of hear. You know, it's, it's yeah. like it, I guess it kind of was like a. It kind of so that was five years of you doing this. So yeah, like, uh, know, yeah, like, yeah. Like, at least like it was. Like, I started my law degree ten years ago. It was okay. two thousand eight. So it right. was yeah. So I did three years of the degree, yeah. honors year, diploma year, mm-hmm. and then worked for a couple of years. So. Yeah. And do you remember that yeah. kind of thing that we were asking? Not at all, when, not When like... you kind of said, okay, this is not me, I'm not doing this anymore. I think I, I realised that quite early on when I had to, when, I, when I'd have, had to step away from work yeah. um, because I, I couldn't cope at the time. I think I came to that realisation quite early. It was <laughs> convincing my husband. It was <laughs> I'm um, just going to change just yeah, a little bit again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but then I think, it, but it, it, I, you know, I thought about it for a really long time because yeah. when you're going through a really horrible thing, it, it can be really easy to look at changing one thing and think that's going to fix everything. Oh yeah. Absolutely. So I really wanted to make sure that I wasn't putting a bandaid mm-hmm. on the wound and that that would not actually help and it would cause more problems or what have you. Yeah. So. Um, it was holding back me getting better, if that makes sense. You know, mm-hmm. I, it was looming over me. I was understandably getting, you know, my my colleagues needed to know if I was coming back yeah. and things. And, it, you know, every time I'd receive an email from them, it, it was, it was horrific. Like oh, my back, God, it was yeah. awful. Mm-hmm. I thought, I can't. I cannot move on or start to try and 
get well again with that hanging over me. So yeah. I think when that clicked, mm -hmm. I thought, no, I need to just... And I remember distinctly, I went in for a meeting with them. Oh, I got my sister to come. She didn't come in. She waited for me in a cafe yeah. in the corner because I was, I was a wreck. You know, I, I was, I was like just in such a bad place. Mm -hmm. And she said the person that went into the meeting was a totally different person than the one that walked out oh, okay. because I had just made that decision. That weight and was the off your weight, yeah. 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 She said comparatively, I skipped, I mean, I didn't, but like skipped back in. So yeah. that helped me feel like it was the right decision as well. Okay. That was good. Cool. Yeah. And then after that, kind of like the career law finished, what mm -hmm. was your kind of journey like then? What was you up to then? Um... Well, it was really weird. For the first time in my adult life as a qualified person, I was unemployed. Okay. I didn't work. Yeah. Um, and obviously I knew I needed the break to, mm -hmm. to try and get to grips since I started therapy, which was which was amazing. Yeah. Um, but it was really weird. It was a really odd thing for me. And um, especially in the beginning, I found it really difficult. People would say, what do you do? And I'd, I'd feel really uncomfortable saying, okay. I, I don't, yeah. you know, um, I don't do it, do <laughs> yeah. which, you know, I was doing something, mm -hmm. I was on that path to getting better, but it was really strange. Yeah. Um, and that was hard, but probably helped because I got to the stage where I was then okay yeah. to say, I've had a huge change. Yeah. And at the moment, I don't know what I'm doing mm -hmm. next. So I took a few months out completely. Um, I was pottering, making and, and things, because that's what I've always done, things like that, to, yeah. as therapy. I think I tried a million new things. Um, mm. I knit, I crocheted, I tried macrame, I did, um, you know, bits and pieces. It yeah. was it was great, so that's what I spent my days doing. Yeah. Um, and then I just, I needed to get back into the world, um, in a way. And, you know, reality, we had a mortgage to pay. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I didn't like that I wasn't, contributing as well and I mean my husband and my family things have been amazing and he never for a second put any pressure on me to get back to work but I wasn't happy yeah. not not helping um so I I remember I guess so it must have been it would have been about October time last year um and I just went round um a bundle of shops because I'd done retail work when yeah. I was at uni and studying and I thought it's I can do it. I know it's a, it'll, I can do part time. Um, it'll get me interfacing with people because I was spending a huge amount of time alone, which isn't it's healthy for anyone, yeah. especially if you're not doing so great. Yeah, um, yeah. and I got a part time job uh, in retail, and I'm still at that job, yeah. and it, it's been great. It's been a really good. I've got some really good work colleagues, made some really good friends, and it gets me, even when I'm really busy with Hackley stuff, yeah. it gets me out of the house to speak to another person, because yeah, I yeah. could just spend days in my craft coma, as my yeah. husband calls it, and <laughs> just, just go on and not, not speak to another person. Yeah. So it adds a nice balance, I think. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, it seems like, you know, I was going to ask you one of the questions about how to keep yourself motivated, but I think you kind of almost kind of like indirectly answered it already. Mm -hmm about, you know, keeping yourself, you know, surrounded by, like, positive people and stuff mm -hmm. and, you mm -hmm. know, working as well and actually that interaction with people. I think that what comes up a lot on the podcast is just that everyone's kind of creative journey is different, but there's yeah. a big part of it with some people is, like, it's very kind of that solitary, solo kind of process of what they're doing. Yeah. So do you, I guess, you know, for you, you're making a point of actually 
getting out out and about you know getting out of the kind of like creative coma yeah sometimes is definitely yeah. important for you it is and I, I there's times when I'm really busy I get I find myself feeling really resentful that I have to go to my other job but actually as soon as I get there it's a break because yeah. I, I have to think about something else yeah. have to step away and that can actually that can be the best thing I might be in a rut with a design or just getting a bit disorganized with orders yeah and that step away from it mm-hmm. makes me be able to go back and approach it yeah it with a better light mm-hmm. um or i'll have had some epiphany about how i'm going to fix some design issue yeah. um which i can come back to so that's that's good um i think as well it's the first time i've done like the hackley stuff anyway work that i really care about yeah. um because it was i just didn't when i was mm. doing my my legal job i, yeah. I hated the work <laughs> i hated it um there was the odd occasion when you were able to help someone yeah. like there, and that that was great mm-hmm. most of the time it yeah. was not the kind of work it was very easy to get yeah. really impassioned about mm-hmm. um whereas now okay yes I'm, I'm not changing the world i'm yeah. making bags mm-hmm. but it's something that means a lot to me um and i get a hell of a lot of that I think it's just like, yeah. you know, I was looking at your, like, your Instagram feed uh, and I always have to kind of, you know, disclose, obviously, before I knew someone's kind of like creeping on somebody's yeah. social media, but you, you definitely get an impression looking at, you know, on Instagram for Hackley Bags that you're definitely passionate about, you know, what you do. Mm-hmm. That definitely comes across for me, you know, so mm-hmm. I'm guessing for That's other excellent. people. excellent, yeah. I guess yeah. for other people looking up as well, thinking, oh, okay, and you get a bit of context about who you are as well and what mm-hmm. you're doing. Mm-hmm. I think, you know... This time of year, correct me if I'm wrong, would be kind of, it was in December, would be very busy for you, like business-wise, I'm guessing, like, lots of orders, mm-hmm. a lot of mm-hmm. opportunities for fairs and stuff. So mm-hmm. what's that, what's, like, the um, November, December month look like, you, look like for you this year? Well, <laughs> this year has been, I'm putting it down as a big learning curve. Okay. I right. feel I've not, well, no, I still... It was still quite in its infancy for quite a long time. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I say, I only just got the website up and things. So I I think I felt very much like not a proper business, not not a legitimate interest for a lot of the bigger fair. Imposter syndrome. Oh, to the max. People talk about that. And then I'm like, yeah, but you've got an art degree or you've got it. You know, who am I? Well, um, (laughs) so I have done some fairs um with varying success mm-hmm. i haven't done a few of the, very, of the big ones um for different reasons and so it's i've not had as fruitful mm-hmm. um a period this year as i look back and think i can but then all i'm doing is taking that and saying right well that's going to be different next year yeah, yeah so i'm yeah. just um yeah so for example i didn't have my etsy shop up in mm-hmm. time to apply for oh, the okay. christmas etsy fair yeah. I mean, that's by no means to say mm-hmm. I would have got a place, but I did. I couldn't have even applied, um, which was unfortunate. And then I chose to do something else for the weekend of flocks, so also didn't apply. Again, it doesn't mean I would have got a place, but, yeah. you know. And um, it's been in retrospect. I've cried. Oh, those were, those were bad decisions. <laughs> but, yeah, but, you know, you just, live and learn. Yeah, definitely. And, um, I think it's just like, yeah. you know... Um, you can always you can always kind of be quite like hard on yourself, and you can see it as missed opportunities. But those opportunities will come around again very quickly as yeah. well. Yeah. You know, I think um, yeah, it's, it's definitely doing something. You know, being your own kind of person or like independent kind of business mm-hmm. it is a hard graph, and you're gonna miss these little things as well. Even for me this year, it's just like oh, I missed that. Oh, I didn't. I didn't even see that. But yeah, yeah. Like, if, if, you was, if you're gonna be on a ball and everything, that means like your phone. My wife always says, like, you know, you never put that thing down. 
you know, you yeah, have I get to, that. You know, you'd, you'd have to constantly be, you have to employ someone. To, <laughs> to, like, yeah. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, to kind of like find all these kind of opportunities and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like nice like, to hear to say, well, you know, I miss these opportunities that would have been cool, but then, yeah, I know what to do for next year and stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah. and I mean, launching your website that's on what the, the, the night oh, yeah, but, but leaving it till what, for the first week of December people are like are you absolutely stupid yeah yeah and I'm learning and yeah. I know that I just it was one I don't know you know if you've got something you really need to just sit down and do yeah. but also you've got the fear and it's quite stressful I have this imaginary pile that all these yeah. things go on and then it just builds into this jigga- yeah, yeah the website was in that pile oh, okay. um and I just I finally got it done. Yes, it would have been great to have had it done a few months ago, yeah. but so be it. And yeah. I've still had orders since it's gone up, which mm. is great. It's great to be able to say to people, oh, you can have a look on the website, yeah. which is, yeah. is good. Um, and I mean, like I did Ministry of Craft again at the beginning of the month. Yeah. Um, made a few sales, but mm. one of the biggest things actually was really nice was um, getting to chat to other vendors and um, yeah, yeah. Blue Bear Designs were oh, there. Oh yeah, yeah, Andrew. Yeah, Andrew yeah. Um, and his wife were there and yeah. had a really nice chat with them and sort of have connected on social media mm-hmm. and with them and things and so I think, well, that's great. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, um, some other connection to another creative yeah. locally is, is yeah. great. So still got a lot out of it, yeah. I think that's a really big yeah. thing. I think this kind of, from when I've done just a couple of things this year, just that how you kind of connect with other creative people and it kind of, you know, and it's not even like recorded chats, but you're speaking about just life in general and how, yeah, yeah. like, oh yeah, how are you getting on and stuff? And then, you know, even for the members of the public to come and just engage, and it's all kind of been really positive feedback. So mm-hmm. how do you kind of take that when you've, the fears that you've done so far, people come up like, oh, that's really nice and stuff. Like, what does that do for you? It's really great. Mm-hmm. Um, but if, for example, it's really hard to solve because you're sitting there and that's really nice that you're telling me it's really nice. Yeah do you want to buy it? <laughs> because unfortunately, fairs, um, there are really, you know, expensive way to do things. You have yeah. to, you know, get, spend so much time and money mm-hmm. investing in your stock yeah. and making it. And then if you come away, as I did with one recently, yeah. selling not a single thing, mm-hmm. but having lots of people tell you how nice it is, yeah. you think it almost negates all the nice comments because you yeah. think, but, are you just wandering past saying that? I yeah. don't know. But then, like, for example, one of the fears I did, and I didn't sell anything, a text, the uh, screen printing designer came and said she loved the stuff so much. In a way, I took that, like, a little, little bit more weight. And then I gave her a card and just said, you know, get in touch if you ever yeah. fancy collaborating or anything. And she has done. Yeah. So I think, well, that's really nice. You did mean that. But no, anybody gets t- taking a moment to have a look at your stuff and then seeing it's yeah. nice. Somebody is amazing. It's mm. really nice. Yeah. yeah. It's just, yeah, you're not in it to make the big bucks, but yeah. you've also, <laughs> you'd like, it's nice if you can shift something every yeah. now and then. It'd be nice so. to have a, a nice drink once in a while. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. yeah. yeah. A nice glass of wine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think, you know, um, like for what you're doing and it seems like if just looking on like you know your instagram feed like i'm always quite surprised when people say oh, i've only been doing this for like a year or something like what like you know because it's just like those kind of platforms and social media allow you to put a lot of content out there yeah that's and then to get a lot of engagement as well yeah. you know i think they're really cool you know to kind of yeah. to utilize those sort of that. and how have you found using like the social media platforms especially now your website as well invaluable yeah. invaluable especially when you've got you know you don't have two pennies to rub together Mm -hmm. if you've got no marketing you know knowledge or anything as well 
you can pretty much work out how to take a picture, write a little bit of a blurb and put it on, you know, and you can do it 24-7, yeah. which sometimes a bad thing. Um, no, I found it, you know, amazing because I've not got a crazy amount of followers, but I managed to engage with all those people yeah. so that when the website did go live, they were there, yeah. ready, and, and, you know, so that's been great. Um, it's been a really good way to meet, even if only, it's only met oh, through my, social media. Yeah other creatives. I had no idea that there was such a creative community in Aberdeen. It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's, but it's really cool. I like it. It's just like, yeah. that, you know, somebody that I interviewed, it's kind of like, he's like your customer. And then said, oh, go on the podcast. Yeah, you know, which like, is... Yeah. Yeah. You don't need the six degrees of separation. There's like three degrees there. Yeah. You know, like. And I have a distinct memory of standing in the rain with the dog in a park and I was listening to the first episode of this. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, I had no idea this was going on. That yeah. it. And that was really cool. And now, so it's really awesome. I'm yeah. mad to yeah. be sitting here having this chat with <laughs> yeah. you. Really, yeah. I mean, because I'm from near Aberdeen originally. Mm-hmm. And it just never, in my mind, even as someone from here, was a, a city with a lot of that sort of thing going on. Yeah. And I think a lot of people have that view. Yeah. And I can't tell you how glad I am to be proven wrong. Yeah, you know, and it's been really awesome this last year, especially seeing more of that and finding more of it. And I think it's getting bigger. It is um, absolutely. This from like the weekend, um, the Christmas at the Night Rooms event, and I was kind of just um, interviewing a few like um, local creators that had stalls there, mm-hmm. and it was really cool. Um, one of the chats I had, it was just like, oh yeah, like you know, um, Aberdeen. You know, not like I think not like it could always be a bit peculiar in the past, but. I think, um, <laughs> like, but you know, you know, there's also that kind of thing people say about like Aberdonians. There's always kind of like, oh, that's a bit different. But I don't, which I don't think, you know, I don't have never kind of seen that as much. I'm probably I'm not from here, so you know. Mm-hmm. But it's just kind of like you know it, how like the downturn in the oil and gas, and how like creativity is kind of almost kind of like this kind of stepped up yeah. to be the next kind of thing of interest. But people are all meaningfully engaging with it as well. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, which is just so refreshing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just really awesome. That's really cool. Yeah, and very much, you know, like for you doing your thing and what you're doing, you're based in Aberdeen, you're very much a part of that as well now as well. Like, yeah, that, yeah, which is awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Again, yeah. still feel like, no, no, I'm just skirting around the edges <laughs> pretending. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that would yeah, be cool. Yeah, <laughs> I think, no, absolutely. I think, like, you know, um, there's, there's, there's also a lot of positive change happening in Aberdeen. Mm. And it's always kind of interesting when you see somebody... Like, cause I, 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 didn't, I didn't see the start of your kind of creative journey. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I, this is the worst thing I always say to someone when I'm interviewing them. I can't remember how I ended up following you. But you just kind of like, <laughs> do you know, do you know <laughs> Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Because obviously yeah. there's, 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 like, there's a kind of case being a bit, bit, bit proven about having creative community. <laughs> you say yeah. about something or something, and you go, oh, that's cool. Maybe yeah, I'll follow, yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, totally, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was probably... I mean, I, I don't know, actually, I have no idea. Just, mm-hmm. I started following you from listening to the podcast yeah. and then through, and yeah, you see someone's commented on something, they think, oh, that looks interesting. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. No, Which think, is cool. Yeah, you know, absolutely. And <laughs> yeah. I guess, like, you know, now a question I kind of thinking about is like, do you ever have a kind of like plan of saying, this is what Happy Mag is going to be like? Do you ever have that, that kind of like five year plan or was it all just kind of like, you know what, let's just go with the flow to see how it goes? When I sort of, it's, I started and was mm-hmm. just, I mean, it's still very much just starting, but up and running. I tried not to think about that. So I think I just, I didn't have the space in my brain for it. It was just make, make something, put your name on it, see if someone might like to yeah. buy it. Um, I certainly wouldn't say I have a five-year plan um, or anything. 
I'd love it if I can just keep doing what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, if it gathers a bit more momentum, that, yeah, that would be amazing. If I, if this could be what I did full time, that would be fantastic. Yeah. Not looking to make big bucks, you know, it's not, I've not got any um, particular aspirations to, you know, sell it for what, you know, or anything. Yeah. You know, I, I, if I can continue having this sort of business, um, if it grew a bit, that would be amazing. You yeah. know, if I ever needed... To employ anyone else to help me with it, great. Um, that would make me really happy. Yeah. If this could be my my job, okay. yeah, my full time job, that would be that would be great. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's really cool. And mm-hmm. I guess for the listeners, um, actually, one thing I didn't even ask you: where did yeah. the name Hackley even come from? Ah, okay. Yeah. Um, it's a beach. Actually, Hackley Bay is okay. a beach just about twenty minutes walk up the coast from where my parents live, where, mm-hmm. where I grew up which is a tiny village called Colliston. Oh, Colliston, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So it's literally, you go on to the, the nature reserve and it just up the coast and it's this beautiful bay. Um, and it's weird, that's one That's one of like the first things I thought of because I thought, yeah. I know what I want to do, yeah. but it needs a good name. Yeah. You need it. And I didn't want it to be, like on the website and on my Instagram, I've had to put Hackley bags because mm. I couldn't just have Hackley, Hackley but yeah. I, the actual brand is just Hackley because I didn't want to tie it to a particular product in mm. case it took a bit of a, yeah. you know, turn, um, yeah. a turn. Um, yeah, and I just, it means something to me. You know, I spent a lot of time there as a kid. It's, um, I spend a lot of time there now. It's where my husband proposed to me. Oh, it's, cool. yeah, yeah, which is cool. And it doesn't, it, it doesn't allude to anything either. Yeah. It doesn't, set, like, it's just a sort of a standalone mm. name. So, yeah, I'm really pleased with the choice on that. Oh, yeah, I'm cool. yeah, I'm chuffed with that. So yeah, yeah that's where that comes awesome. from. Awesome. And like yeah. you said, you got your website up and running now. Yeah. So mm-hmm. for the listeners, where can they find? What's the name of the website? Website is hackleybags.com. Okay. Yeah, and cool. that's all up and running. Um, hackleybags on Etsy. There's less stuff on Etsy, but it's there mm-hmm. if you want. Um, the website's the best, okay. the best place. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there's and yeah. Instagram. Instagram Hackley Bags cool. again, mm-hmm. and Facebook same. Yeah, right. yeah. So nice that's one. that's me everywhere pretty much. Yeah. yeah. But no, thank you, um, Rachel, for coming on the podcast. No, not at all. Thank you for, for having me. Definitely, yeah. I, I think you know this is obviously late December. Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. I think in the new year we definitely mm-hmm. have to get a chat on again. I would really like that as well. That would be come great. Back on, yeah. Come back yeah, on yeah. for a chat. This is anything. Yeah. I think we can have a little ramble about. It. Yeah, cool. that would be really good. Yeah. yeah, but thank you, Rachel, for coming on episode 44 I remembered (laughs) of the podcast and yeah I hope you guys enjoy and we'll catch up with you soon bye for now so yeah that was my chat with Rachel Robertson I hope you guys enjoyed it It it's really cool to catch up with Rachel been following um, Hackley for a little bit now so it's kind of cool to kind of you know meet the creator or something very interesting in person and also for Rachel to kind of you know be very much open about you know her past kind of experiences of mental health and how she kind of like, you know, saw her way through that, and you know. Um, so, yeah, thank you, Rachel, for coming on. And, yeah, you know, a little bit of, like, reflection. I can't believe it's a year, a year of doing podcasting in Aberdeen, you know. As we look forward to 2019, I think there's still, like, loads, you know, planned for the podcast, collaboration stuff, you know, with for Big Up The Dean. And also, yeah, fatherhood for myself, you know, I think that's going to be very interesting and cool, you know, thing that I'm looking forward to, man. So, yeah, embrace yourself for all the Facebook and Instagram baby pictures coming up in late March, beginning of April. But yeah, man, I hope you guys, you know, um, have a great, you know, New Year's Eve celebrations. And also I want to thank you all for your support and your kindness, you know, and encouraging me, you know, um, for doing this podcast. It definitely 
it definitely gives you that nice kind of little boost that people are behind you and supporting what you're doing. I think having a platform where we can, you know, talk about Northeast creatives and big ourselves up is, is a really cool thing to be doing. And I'm definitely looking forward to 2019 and where the podcast can go and, you know, and who we can also kind of connect with and the new interesting stories that we can share in Aberdeen. You know, I think in January, I'm going to have quite a few cool chats. Uh, we're going to have Quarry Woods and Jay Christie to name but a few and much more coming up. And also possibly, you know, having some guest hosts come to fill in, fill in for me while I'm going to be busy away changing nappies and there'll be more details about, you know, um, the free um, guest hosts coming on um, in the new year. Um, so, yeah, look out for, like, um, posts and chats about that in, you know, from January onwards or probably February time. So, yeah, guys, you know what? Thank you. Thanks again. And, yeah, catch you on the other side in 2019. And, yeah, take it easy and I'll see you soon. All right, bye for now, guys.